whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Yeah, hello and welcome to the NRL show on Mojo Sports. This is episode 14. My name's Dan Frost and I'm joined by an amazing panel. Uh, Going to start off with uh, Tasha. What an incredible time to join the network coming into the finals. It's, uh, wow, do we have some impressive games to preview for the listeners tonight? Oh, yeah, look, I'm, it's so exciting to come into this time. Um, the finals footy, it looks like I've um, timed my run into this um, podcasting business perfectly. And Shay, uh, you had your debut the other night. Uh, there's been a lot of positive feedback already on the episode, so uh, congratulations on that. But uh, yeah, I guess you know, really excited about you know the finals coming up. You are a Melbourne Storm supporter. How are you feeling coming into this one? I mean, w- what's it like being a Melbourne Storm supporter? Do you just expect to win the grand final each and every year? And how are you feeling about this year? Um, it's definitely always nerve-wracking coming into the finals being a Melbourne Storm supporter because you can go one of both ways. You can lose in the prelims or you can win the whole thing. So I'm definitely excited for this um, this finals. Yeah, look, I definitely envy you as a Knights supporter. But, hey, we're there. We're in the finals this year. So, yeah, let's see how we go. All right, guys, well, let's jump into our first uh, segment now, and that is the breakdown. Now, each and every week in the breakdown, we pick out two feature games to focus in on, and this week in week one of the finals, we have some absolute massive clashes that we'll dig into tonight. It's do or die. One game. Got hit in the mouth and acted like somebody took our lunch money. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Um, not everything went to, <laughs> went to plan at all. Um, and they run through our ass like sh- through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the excitement is high in the rugby league community coming into our first feature game, and that is the Melbourne Storm, who ended up taking out yet another minor premiership. They'll be coming, they'll be coming up against the Manly Warringah Seagulls, who finished in fourth place. Congratulations to the punters who got on to Manly earlier on in the season because after their historically bad start to the season, they have gone on some run. Tasha, let's start with the Melbourne side coming into this one. I mean, you know, I I guess when we preview, you know, traditional games, you know, whether it's a regular season or finals games, you know, what we're speaking about earlier, we just expect Melbourne to win. What's your thoughts around the Melbourne Storm coming into this one? Look, Storm are a formidable side and they're always very, very, well prepared. Uh, Craig Bellamy is a fabulous coach. He's got his team. He'll have them confident. He'll have the the combinations running well. Um, the very fact that you know Pappenhausen has come back and I think he's hitting form um, right at the right time. Um, yeah, I'm very pretty confident for the Storm going into this this one. I mean, I know it's one v four. They both get a second bite of the cherry, but. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure the Storm will, will take this one away. To Tasha's point, talk to us a little bit about uh, Ryan Pappenhausen because, look, it's been a scary season for Ryan, but it was really great to see him hit some uh, hit some form before the finals. You know, obviously he's played the two games before and he wasn't really in form here, but it was really good to see that he uh, come back and put his body on the line and especially put his head on the line. Um, coming into the Sharks game. You know, you saw him score a try and he put his whole body on the line to score that try. It was really good to see Ryan Pappenhausen um, come back and return into form. Tasha, 
um, you know, around uh, Ryan Pappenhausen. I, you know, it's just so difficult in rugby league because I guess we're just so quick to move on to the next player. I mean, yes, Nico Hines, he's had an incredible season, but, you know, it was it was quite incredible how quickly everyone was ready to move on from Pappenhausen. You know, this is a guy who... Uh, he, he was he was pushing Tedesco as one of the game's best fullbacks before his injury. It, it's a, it's a strange game, our rugby league. Yeah, it sure is. And um, little known fact, or might be well known fact, I'm a mad Ryan Pappenhausen fan. It was only a few years ago he was sitting in my classroom as a year twelve student uh, for PDHP. And uh, so shout out to Ryan. Um, but, yeah, look, it's, it's, a, it's a confidence thing. And as Shay said, he's come back um, from some head knocks. But what we saw from him this week, it, you know, the old Ryan Pappenhausen is back. And let's not forget, you know, Billy Slater was Billy Slater. And then so Ryan had to step in there. And I think he's, he's done that and he's he's done it very, very well. I don't know whether it's something that um, Craig Bellamy has some sort of magic dust around the fullback because when Ryan's out, you've got Nico Hines filling it in so so terribly well. Um, yeah, there's some magic um, fullbacks that, that have come through uh, the Storm system, but I'm really pleased to see that Ryan's hitting his straps right at the right time. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I just think people are so quick to jump to, you know, how great Nico Hines is and, you know, forget just how just how uh, amazing Ryan Pappenhausen's been. And I think the key to his game is his support play. You know, when Ryan's on, when he's hunting in and around the ruck. And, you know, last week where he got his confidence back, he was just there. Every opportunity, whether it was, a, a you know, a quick offload out the back, you know, he was, he was uh, there ready to go. And he's just devastating when he's in that mood. Another important player that I wanted to pick out was Nelson Asofa Solomona. Now, you know, one of the things I've noticed with Melbourne this year, and it can't be understated given they went on to win the minor premiership, is their injury crisis has been a little bit undersold as well. I mean, it's been very rare that Melbourne have been able to play with a complete 17 for a month or two. They've had injuries all season. And one of the things that I've noticed, Tasha, in terms of their pack, they've played a little bit lighter throughout throughout the, the season. I guess, you know, having Nelson come off the bench to join, you know, Finucane and Jesse Bromwich. It just gives them the ability to compete with, you know, some of the more ferocious packs in the competition. Oh, look, I think it's um, it's great to have Nelson back. And, and you're quite right, Dan. The Storm are a small pack. They are, they are light on. I mean, um, we're talking about uh, Pappenhausen being a, a fabulous number one, but he, he really is... Um, a lot smaller, especially when you compare him this week to um, Tom Trebojevic. But um, the Melbourne pack in itself, yeah, they are smaller and they've got to make sure that they don't allow themselves to, to be beat up. So Nelson coming back, I think, will um, really, real, it's really important and really assist their um, chances on the weekend. And I think what's really tricky, you know, when you're Craig Bellamy, you have so many options in terms of, I don't think even he knows who his perfect 17 is, but I think a lot of it's got come down. A lot of it is going to come down to how the game's officiated because, you know, the game was so frantic and so fast at the start of the season that you want a lighter pack and that works really well. But in recent weeks, we've seen the game slow down a little bit and, and therefore you want some of the bigger boys like Nelson. So I think part of it is, is going to be Craig Bellamy trying to, re, you know, uh, I guess read the crystal ball and try and work out how is this game going to be officiated try and work out who his best 17 is. But, no, it's going to be one to watch. And Nelson, yeah, good to see him back. He, he is a big player. 
Shay, okay. Now, if we look at the opposition now, and I know you're getting a little bit nervous about this particular gentleman, <laughs> Tom Travojevic. I mean, we have seen some unbelievable individual performances in rugby league, but I'm, I'm going to say it. I, I haven't seen anything like Tom Travojevic. The season that he's, he's had at every level, it's just, yeah, you, you can't put it into words. I think he's had the best season ever. I think as a fullback, I think he'd surpass um, James Tedesco, and that's saying a lot. Um, you know, coming from a fullback who's hurt his his hamstring, you know, at the start of the season, then coming back, you know, mid season, he's made such a big improvement, especially to his team from losing those four games at the start of the season and then coming back, and you know, them winning the season and coming. And finishing in the top four, I think he's had a phenomenal season. I got, I got to say, when we're talking about Tom Travojevic, his fourth try that he scored, he did score four tries this weekend, and the fourth one was absolutely phenomenal. He went left, he beat four players. He then went right, he beat another four players, and then he beat another couple of players before going over the line. Like, I think about this matchup of Tom Tom Travojevic and Ryan Papp on the on the weekend that's coming up week one in the finals, and I watched Papp first and I thought, yes, Papp's got his game back. There yeah, three tries. He's he's you know when he ducks his head in and takes off, you know he's going fast and he's got his confidence back. So I thought, yes, you know Papp's got that. And then I watched Tom Travojevic, like amazing four tries and that last try, as I just said. Absolutely fabulous footy to watch. It's incredible, especially when you remind yourself that this is an under-14s football. I mean, you know, you go down your local the local football on a, on a Saturday and you'll see that, you know, you'll see that one talented kid that, you know, beats the entire team and scores. But this is this is the NRL. This is the, the you know, the, the elite competition in the world. Uh, you know, they're coming up against some of the best players and uh, he is just, he's embarrassing players. He's getting players fired. He's getting coaches fired. He is... Here's something, and Shay, I can see you nervous there coming into this one. <laughs> All right, guys, well, let's have our predictions now. What's our thoughts in this one? Shay, I have a pretty good uh, feeling about who you're going to tip here, but uh, why Melbourne? Why, why do you think Melbourne will win this game? I I believe they'll win this game just through the middle. If we just, you know, win the rock and just win the middle against the Sea Eagles, we'll win the whole game. Difficult difficult for me to pick this one. I, I, I think I think this is going to be very, very close. I think Manly are going to really – I think they're going to cause Melbourne a lot of problems. But, yeah, I've, I've got to go with Melbourne. I think they have – you know, for me, I think the difference uh, is going to be Harry Grant. Um, he's just – to have a player like Harry be able to come in off the bench to help fire up your forwards, I think that could be the difference. And, and, and it's just – it's just devastating when you're the opposition where you've fought so hard to stay in the contest or you're a little bit ahead and then you see this this little this little hooker uh, jump in off the bench, Harry Grant. He, it's just, yeah, um, you know, Craig Bellamy's got a lot of depth in the squad. Tash, what's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, look, it's going to be a clean sweep here. I, I had Storm um, to win. I think it's going to be one of the most entertaining matches of, of obviously, week one in, in the finals. But I can't disagree with either of you. And I think Bellamy's just got too much power coming off the bench, as you've mentioned. And um, I can't see the Storm losing this one. All right, guys. Well, let's jump through now to our next feature game, and that is the Penrith Panthers, who finished in second position. We'll be a little bit disappointed that they didn't get the minor premiership, and they'll be coming up against the South Sydney Rabbitohs, who finished in third position. 
Shay, a little bit of a little bit of an interesting situation there at South Sydney because I guess the entire rugby league community uh, is expecting them to, to to lose this game. You know, with, with the loss of Latrell Mitchell, no one thinks that they can win. Is it that simple? You know, do, do you think the Rabbitohs stand any chance here against the Panthers? They've got to find it within themselves to want to play for each other and want to win. It's obviously disappointing that Latrell won't be there, but especially for Wayne Bennett, that you know he'll want to win and. He wants his players to play a good game and he wants them to win as well. So I reckon it'll be a good uh, good game. Tasha, isn't it funny when you preview a game like this, you know, you you look at their, their star-studded players and we'll get into them in a second, but I think we've all had a big circle in and around one Wayne Bennett because this is his time, you know, this is where he makes his, uh, his biggest impact in and around the squad. To Shay's point, he's going to be a, a pretty, he's going to be very, very important coming into this game for South Sydney. Yeah, look, he sure will. And he's been around so long and we we know what he does and he does it so very, very well. He will be saying to his players, you know, they all think we're going to lose. They think we can't do anything without Luttrell. He'll be saying to his key players, they don't think we can do it, mate. And that's how he's going to get those players. And the only way that they can beat Penrith is if all those star players click at the one time up against a powerhouse aren't they you know you can you look at this young you look at this young halfback and he's still young but he's achieved so much in the game Nathan Cleary he's on he's on a different level at the moment I guess you know one of the things that you know the Rabbitohs need to try and do and it's easier said than done is they need to try and they need to try and pressure Cleary if you can shut down Cleary and you and you make Jerome Luai be the player that beats you Jerome has not been consistently good whereas Nathan has been consistently good. So if you can shut him down and consistently shut him down, you're forcing Jerome Luai to step up. And, you know, Jerome might not be able to do that consistently because he hasn't been able to do it consistently all season. And this is finals footy. Yeah, and whether it's in the spirit of the game or not, I can tell you that Nathan Cleary's suspect shoulder uh, there will be discussions in and around that, and again, not saying it's in the spirit of the game, but hey, this is finals football. You know, a lot there's a, there's a lot on the line coming into this game, so I'm sure that will be well tested out on the weekend. Another player that I wanted to shout out was this uh, this star forward from the Penrith Panthers. Now, Tasha, we, we know all the the big names, uh, you know, in the game. There's, there's been uh, Jason Tamalolo uh, before that. There was Sam Burgess and Sonny Bill Williams and all these big name players. There is a guy out there at the moment in Western Sydney by the name of Isaiah Yo, who is just he, he he is just his form this season has been incredible and he brings a whole different dimension to the Panthers attack. Yeah, look, he sure does. He's he's playing that modern game. He's a ball distributing lock, which is so critical to the successful teams in our modern day competition. And he has come along very, very strong and he is Look, just another player that can step up when you shut down those around him. Um, yeah, he's crucial and a great ball player in the number thirteen. And Shay, before we do our predictions, let's try and let's try and dig into this forward pack battle because it's going to be interesting. I think we spoke about this during the week. Is that you know uh, you look at the Rabbitohs, Totola, Sua, uh, Arrow, Murray, Kolomatangi, and Burgess. You know, at, at different stages, they've all been almost the best player on the field. It's just they found it difficult to do that as a unit. I, I guess for me, 
you know, if the Rabbitohs are going to be any chance, that forward pack needs to dominate and they need to do it together. You know, what, what's your thoughts on, on South Sydney's forwards? Do you think that they can... Do you think they can all come together and, and put in a historic performance because they're going to need to to be competitive against Penrith? Well, they're all going to have to put their heads down and, you know, play together as a team to, you know, win the ruck and, you know, get their team over the line. Yeah, I agree. I think the forwards have to really dominate. They have to really pull together and get it together because, you know what, if they don't, you won't really see much of Damian Cook or Cody Walker. They won't be able to show any sort of brilliance because the forwards haven't won it in that middle third. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess, you know, for me, another player just to keep an eye on from the Penrith perspective, and he's been a little bit overshadowed by a great season from Kurt Capewell, is Viliami Kikau. Now, you know, he, he was another player who was touted to be, you know, if not one of the best players in the game. And I just don't think that, Penrith have still figured out how to best unlock him. So for me, if if Penrith are going to go on and they're going to win the Premiership, he's going to have a special performance in one of these big final series. All right, guys, and to round out the show, we've got our rapid-fire segment. And we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Sincere apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Oh, my boss is sitting in closing time. Maybe that's what you're doing. This week on Rapid Fire, we finish out week one of the finals. There's a lot of excitement in and around these games and a bit of an interesting clash in this one as we see the Sydney Roosters, who finished in fifth place, coming up against the Gold Coast Titans in eighth position. And thinking about strategy, because that's what the final series is, as much as as much as much you want to win this game, you also want to try and win a premiership. So, uh, you know, for the Sydney Roosters, I, I, I think they, they may have won uh, they, they were maybe looking ahead to, to the next game. I guess my question is how they're going to manage Sam Walker because they find themselves in a really interesting situation. You know, for me personally, I think they can win this game with Lachlan Lamb and Drew Hutchinson in the halves. They, they've shown that with Tedesco and their forward pack. I really think they can get the job done. But, Shay, what's your thoughts on that one? Well, obviously Sam's had, you know, issues with his shoulder, Um and that's proved to be a big issue for the Roosters, you know, having Sam Walker play a very vital role in their team. But then you have Lachlan Lamb, you know, who can also play the same role. So I reckon um, it's a big decision for Trent, but, you know, play Sam probably the first half of the game and then bring up bring on Lachlan Lamb because him and Drew Hutchinson have such a great combination that I reckon they can take the Roosters over the line. Shay's point, you'd still have to try and get Sam some minutes. Yeah, Sam Walker is young. Like, he, he is one of the babies in the in the Roosters team and it is a baptism of fire going into the finals. So, yeah, you don't want to bench him. You don't want to keep him off. You want to give him some minutes in finals footy. Get get his um, the feeling of what it's like. But as Shay said, you know, maybe only play him the first half and then you know, give him a rest because you certainly want that shoulder just to have a little bit more time so that you've got the longevity to get him through the rest of the games in the final series. And for our Gold Coast Titans listeners, they're going to be wanting to know, okay, well, how do we win this game? So, you know, there is hope, you know, you know, two sides go out there in finals football, anything can happen. But I agree with your points earlier, Tasha. I think if they try and get into an arm wrestle with the Roosters and play old-school, traditional semi-final football, I just don't think they're going to be successful. I think, you know, you, you even look at some of their recent performances, the Titans and, um, you know, Jaden Campbell, who's come in and been quite electric. 
they're going to have to try and play a high-tempo game, a lot of offloading, a lot of support plays through the middle. They're going to have to offensively just attack, attack, attack to try and keep pace with this Roosters team. I guess the other big factor in this one's going to be officiating. So you know, Trent Robinson, he's had his say in and around the officiating, but uh, you know it will be interesting to see in a year of just crazy rule changes and different interpretations in terms of the way in which the game's played, it will be really interesting to see how finals football's officiated. Yeah, look, most definitely the changes in the game and and the rules have really made a difference. I think um, when they brought them in at Magic Round, they came down really, really heavily and and it really was called all the time. Um, Since then, you've heard less about the six again rule and a little bit less every time somebody looks at, at an opposition player in their head. You know, it's... It has slowed down, and I think finals footy is finals footy, and they'll let it run. All right, guys, let's do a quick uh, prediction of this game, Roosters or Titans. Have we got a clean sweep here? Are we all expecting the the Roosters to get the job done here? Plenty of nods. Yeah, sorry, Gold Coast Titans fans, but, hey, you know, weirder things have happened. All right, guys, let's finish this out with our last game in the final series, and that is the Parramatta Reels coming up against the greatest NRL franchise in history, the Newcastle Knights, of course. Um, the Eels finished in sixth place. The Newcastle Knights finished in seventh. As much as I don't want to hear it, Tasha, there's a lot of whispers around Parramatta, not only being red-hot favourites, but you know there's a, there's a few issues in and around the Newcastle team at the moment, which is a little bit concerning coming into finals football. Yeah, look, I can't see uh, the Eels not winning this, this game. Um, I know, you know the Knights are your team, but... The players like Junior Palo coming back, they've rested Gutho, they've rested Moses. The, you know, the Eels are going to be fresh. The last time those key players actually played, they knocked over the minor premiers in um, the storm. So they'll come out confident. Um, they're fresh. Uh, yeah, look, as long as they put Dylan on the left and Moses on the right and they, they spark... Um, That'll be too hard to stop. And, Tasha, I, I guess yeah, another player to keep an eye on is uh, our hooker, uh, Jaden Braley, who just recently resigned uh, for another three years. So congratulations to uh, Jaden there. But one of the things that I've noticed in the game is there are certain types of uh, dummy halves who are just phenomenal in defense, really, really you know, great at tackling, and they get praised on social media. You know, players like Andrew McCulloch, you know, Jaden's the same. You know, they get through 50, 60 tackles, and that is that is amazing, and that's really, really important in today's game. But I guess the challenge is though is that that takes that takes away some energy for for attack. He's proven to be a, a very important player defensively, but that does come at a cost. Um, if you've got your number nine you know, racking up over 50 tackles, where's his energy, where's his spark to be able to, you know, that strike factor. If he's constantly defending for you, which is very important, that then he can't, he won't have the energy to, to shoot out from dummy half to score under the post. So it's a fine balance. And Shay, it's your fault because, you know, the Knights are looking at the Melbourne Storm model you know, where we've got, you know, Brandon Smith, Harry Grant, they're sharing some responsibilities. And, uh, you know, when you see a guy like Harry come on, you know, he's he's able to attack at, at such a high level. So, look, hopefully, you know, Jaden's able to, um, yeah, set up a few tries on the weekend because we, we desperately need it. All right, guys, well, let's have a look at the other other team here, and that's the Parramatta Eels. Um, Tash, 
This is an important game for Parramatta because they'll be looking to, you know, convincingly win this game to build momentum going into week two. Yeah, Parramatta really have to get it all happening and get it all uh, running together in week one of the finals. Like, I think it was a good decision to rest their stars, um, but then the stars have to show that they're fresh. They've got some forwards. Go forward because they're fresh. Their ball ball players are fresh, but it's all got to click. It's all got to happen at once, and it's got to happen this weekend. And touch one of the mismatches that I do see, unfortunately, is in and around the forwards. You know, the Knights appear to have a little bit of an injury crisis. You know, in and around their front rowers, and this appears to be one of Parramatta's strengths. But to your earlier point, you know, it's going to be a big game for the likes of Junior Paulo and that Parramatta forward pack. Yeah, definitely. And Junior Paulo, um, I believe, is one of the best props in the in the competition. And the Knights having, you know, a, a bit of an injury crisis with their forwards and uh, coming up against the Eels, who are probably at their best strength in the forwards, it's um, not looking very good or very promising for the Knights up that middle third, most definitely. All right, guys. Well, look, let's do our prediction. So obviously we'll... we'll, we'll... I'll I'll kick us off and I'll start with you know as as you know being a proud uh, Newcastle Knights fan of course we will be you know the underdogs coming in we'll get an upset we'll shock the world and we'll win this one um, Shay the Knights will win this one by thirteen points I have a lot of confidence hopefully Kalen Ponga can uh, yeah get those three tries that we were talking about all right guys give it to me Shay what's your prediction on this game the Knights to win I think coming in as underdogs and um, you know playing the the way that they did, not obviously this week, but last week, they played really well last week. Um, you know, you'd want them to come in and win and um, prove that they are um, a force to be reckoned with in finals footy. Yeah, and I'll pay you later. Thank you for that, Shay. And Tash? Yeah, you don't have to send any money this way. Um, I don't think <laughs> matter. we're going to take this one out. Yeah, no, I uh, I thought you might say as much, but no, look, it is going to be an interesting game. Anything can happen in finals footy, but Parramatta, definitely the heavy favourites coming into this one. All right, guys, well, look, that's all the time we have uh, tonight. Just want to thank my amazing panel, uh, Tasha. It's been an incredible first week of you joining the show. Really excited about having you on board, uh, and what a week to start heading into some finals football. Yeah, always exciting finals football and, um, yeah, I've timed it really well. All the great games are right in front of us and I'm really looking forward to it. And, Shay, thank you for jumping on the shows this week. And, uh, again, I'm a little bit envious of you, you know, being a Melbourne Storm supporter. I guess you're, uh, yeah, pretty confident heading into that first game. I'm definitely confident. No, and, uh, yeah, well, Melbourne Storm, as they try and win another premiership as a night supporter, hopefully we can hang in and, uh, yeah, produce a bit of a miracle there against Parramatta. And to our listeners, uh, we hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. Um, if you did, please download, subscribe, and find us on social media. We're available on all platforms Uh, Please like, comment, send us some feedback. We really appreciate that. And until next week, we'll see you then. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated team and I are trying to build something a little different here so everyone's support is very much appreciated continue to support the podcast download subscribe check out our social media channels give us a follow and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best kept secret this is Mojo Sports